Today is Tuesday, August the 29th. Welcome to the Daily Pause. It's such a good thing to engage in a time of prayer and scripture reflection like this. Jesus has encouragement for us this week in particular about trusting him as the ultimate truth, the realest reality in our lives. As we seek him today and immerse in his presence, he will rub off on us, bringing his grace and his truth to soak the sometimes parched and tangled landscape of our hearts. So, with ears, minds, and hearts open to Jesus, let's begin. As I enter prayer now, I pause to be still, to breathe slowly, to recenter my scattered senses upon the presence of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, lead me in this time of prayer. Show me your ways, Lord. Teach me your paths. Guide me in your truth and teach me. For you are God, my Savior. And my hope is in you all day long. Remember, Lord, your great mercy and love, for they are from of old. Come, Holy Spirit, to my mind. I receive your comfort. Come, Holy Spirit, to my heart. I receive your peace. Come, Holy Spirit, to my soul. I receive the Father's love for me. Jesus, I surrender myself and my agenda to you and receive you and your agenda and truth for me. John chapter 8 verses 31 through 37. To the Jews who had believed him, Jesus said, If you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. They answered him, 
We are Abraham's descendants and have never been slaves of anyone. How can you say that we shall be set free? Jesus replied, Very truly I tell you, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. Now a slave has no permanent place in the family, but a son belongs to it forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. I know that you are Abraham's descendants, yet you are looking for a way to kill me because you have no room for my word. This passage always makes me chuckle in some sort of baffled amazement. When I hear the Pharisees say to Jesus, We are Abraham's descendants. We've never been slaves of anyone. Seriously? You've never been slaves of anyone? That couldn't be further from the truth. The primary, foundational, identity-forming redemption story of their history as a people is the Exodus story. Where... Moses leads the people who were slaves out of Egypt. This shows how their minds are utterly clouded. They have distorted reality, twisted their history, made up new fake identities for themselves that have nothing to do with the truth about who they really are and who their God really is. They are a people redeemed entirely out of the goodness of their God's heart for them. They have not earned it, and they were completely and utterly powerless to save themselves. And yet here they say, We have never been slaves to anyone. They are unable to see the truth for what it is, for who it is. Jesus gets to the root of the problem here and calls out, the truth that their deeper slavery is to sin, not to another group of people or another power above them, but to sin and to darkness. And our text today ends with this convicting line, you have no room for my word. So today I reflect upon myself, am I allowing room for Jesus' word to me today? Have I crowded him out? I must admit to myself that I am a slave to sin, and I cannot free myself. Jesus, I pray that there would be room in my life for you, for your word, for yourself that is truth, and I give you permission to clear space and take your place. Amen. John chapter 8 verses 31 through 37. To the Jews who had believed him, Jesus said, If you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. They answered him, We are Abraham's descendants and have never been slaves of anyone. How can you say that we shall be set free? Jesus replied, Very truly I tell you, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. Now a slave has no permanent place in the family, but a son 
belongs to it forever. So, if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. I know that you are Abraham's descendants, yet you are looking for a way to kill me because you have no room for my word. Jesus, you are my truth. You're the truth. I don't want to believe untruths about who you really are and who I really am and how life really works. But I know I am vulnerable to go down those paths. I need you, Jesus, to come and be truth in my thinking, to straighten out my thoughts when my mind goes places it shouldn't and gets lost in the darkness. My thinking is so vulnerable to untrue paths. So I receive you as the truth to shape my thinking. Now just consider the situations and people demanding your mental energy and simply invite Jesus to be truth in you there. Jesus, I also need you as truth for my heart. I confess that I cling to emotions and heart postures based on untruths agreements, regrets, and unresolved issues in my story. Please be the rock of truth in my emotional life. My emotional life can get messy, and I thank you for embracing my messy with your grace. Now consider the situations and people demanding your emotional energy. Simply invite Jesus to be truth in you there. Jesus, you're the safest possible home for my heart. You come full of grace and truth. I am at home in you. Jesus, there are people that I know who do not know you well. And I pray for them now, that they might have a home in your heart. You love them. 
So I offer their names to you now. Just name at least three people that are distant from God, but close to you. Jesus, I pray that they might come to know you as the one who is safe and full of grace and truth for them, a home for their hearts. Jesus, I ask you if these people might be someone for me to invite to the upcoming Alpha course at Point of Grace. Jesus, let your kingdom come over them, that faith would be born in them, for you died for them and rose and now reign for them. Come Holy Spirit and fill me afresh. Ignite in me passion and zeal for following you today and living out your mission in my world. Amen.